Sports Talk Radio for the Brainerd Lakes. 1380 KLIZ AM. Brainerd Baxter, the fan. It's Welcome time back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Featuring and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Milton Chris is a traveling man this week. And now and, uh, here's Chris Foley and Colin sure. McDonald for uh, Lakes Woods and Irons. And Palm Springs giving lessons, is that right? Yeah, out in, uh, out in the desert giving lessons at Eldorado Country Club, which is kind of my uh, part, part, part winter base. Uh, spend one week a month out here in the winter and just a uh, it's an incredible spot and love being out here for the week when you're teaching like uh from out of town like that chris do you have kind of a regular uh uh i guess corral of guys and women who come see you when you're in town or how does that work you know i do i it's a, it's a pri- uh, private club and I, this is my uh third or fourth year coming out here so i've developed a nice client of, of members here and uh they know when i'm coming so they kind of the club fills my book for me and uh, sure Works out very well. So yeah, you've got a. We've talked a few times the last few days, but not much because you've got a full schedule out there. Uh, what yeah, are people working? Of course, they're playing now. It's not a, not exactly the same as here when we're still uh, maybe in warm up mode for the season. But uh, they're in full swing, I'm sure, huh? Yeah, they're in full swing, and most most of the membership here kind of splits their time between here and maybe a, a northern uh, northern home. So, but uh, m- most of the people out here have been out here. A good part of the winter, and we're playing a lot of golf, and uh, everybody's here because of the golf. So it's uh, they're all passionate and love the game, and uh, it's really a lot of fun to get to get to spend some time out here and, and work with some people who are really passionate about the game and want to get better and play a lot of golf. I saw your uh, your picture this uh, winter when uh, there was just a kind of snow-capped mountains there where you are, and uh, you were complaining about the snow maybe. And <laughs> we had the real snow here, and you were in the sunshine just admiring the snow from afar. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Chris, uh, match play, uh, we talked about it last week a little bit. I, I don't think it transfers very well to television, but it's a, it's a fun event that I think most golfers can really relate to. And uh, I think a guy who could become quite popular, Kevin Kisner, wins the uh, match play event. Yeah, you know, he, uh, he was in the finals last year and uh, then got to the finals again this year and, and uh, came out the winner, but uh, played some great golf. He, he's a great match play player, and he, he's going to be a great writer, Cupper course hopefully next year and great golf swing i i love his swing it was his third win uh won at sea island uh either i think two seasons ago and so a great great start for his uh, 2018 spring a little bit of an everyman i got a funny uh, story that uh, josh our our uh, facebook guy here and uh, all things social media for us <laughs> he's a golf nut too and he he has just heard a great kevin kisner story apparently kisner played in an outing at Wingfoot, hosted by one of his sponsors and said was said to have had about 17 beers during the 18 holes <laughs> so they get to the 17th tee box which is the hardest uh, hole on the East Course, 240, par 3, the only hole with no bunkers, and the turtle shell green, so everything rolls off. Kisner hits a high <laughs> a high shot that sticks uh, right by the pin and makes the birdie putt and screams out to his group, this ain't no hobby, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered, uh, I had seen that quote, and I didn't know what the source of it was, but... Uh... Yeah, he's a, he is a character. You know, he uh, um, he lives in Aiken, South Carolina, which is is you know, only twenty miles from Augusta National. Sure. 
And uh, he plays at the Palmetto Club, which is a great old Alice from McKenzie golf course that uh, is the same, same designer of Augusta National. And uh, just a uh, neat, old, very understated club. But uh, we, we had when I'm there, uh, Masters Week, uh, we have our clients play out there. So uh, a couple times he's been out there when he hasn't qualified for the Masters. And just a, a really a nice guy and just a, kind of a down-home boy. He's, uh, yeah, he's a yeah. character. The tour loves those cars. The tour fans love those kind of guys. Chris, a yeah, big week in golf. We've got, uh, especially for maybe for the ladies, uh uh, the first ladies major of the year is this week. Yeah, first ladies major is out here in Palm Springs. Uh, when I flew in Sunday, there were a number of uh, ladies getting off the airplanes uh, as I was. Um, you know, as we speak here, the final practice round, and uh, so the ANA Inspiration used to be the Dinah Shore tournament, and uh, one of the great uh, great events in ladies golf. Yeah, that was really the. One of the very first that really put ladies golf on the map was Dinah Shore really helping push that tournament. Then uh, yeah, the sure. fun one at Augusta, you're going to be there next week, um, but uh, the Augusta National Women's Amateur Tournament is at Augusta this week, and it's a, it's a real breakthrough for the women's game, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's really a neat deal. You know, it's uh, uh, the so- top 72 lady amateurs in the world uh, have either qualified or been invited to play. Uh, first two rounds, Wednesday and Thursday, at Champions Retreat, which is just outside of Augusta. They've got uh, uh, three nines there, one, one one designed by Jack Nicholas, one by Gary Player, and one by Arnold Palmer. So it's a unique wow. unique layout there. So they play, uh, they play two rounds there. And then the low 30 that... Uh, from from the first two rounds make the cut and get to play Saturday at Augusta National and um, they've really championed the, the way they've done the whole tournament is just uh, as you would expect from from Augusta National is just first class and everything is done right and uh, the neat thing about it is all, all it kind of unique in that they play two rounds have Friday off and then we'll, uh, everybody in the field, regardless of whether you, you made the cut or not, gets to play a practice round at Augusta National. And uh, then the Saturday is the final round. And then Sunday we've got the drive, chip, and putt contest. Right. So about six kids from Minnesota are, are in that uh, in that event this year. Yeah, that's very cool. That's, a, that's an event that's really gaining some steam, too, the last couple of years. Lots of fun. Chris, uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka is our uh, 19th hole sponsor. If, if a guy was at... Uh, El Dorado at the end of a tough day. Uh, what, where where might a guy go? Well, there's so, you know there's there's really three things in Palm Springs, and that is golf, tennis, and restaurants. <laughs> and uh, there are so many great restaurants uh, in the in the the Palm Springs area. But uh, you know, kind of an old uh, old favorite of many people's is a place called the Nest, which is in Indian Wells. Used to play be a place that a lot of uh, especially when the tour was in town, a lot of the tour players would hang out at. And, uh, one of the new great spots in, in, in town, in La Quinta, is, is Arnold Palmer's restaurant. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and really, really quite a neat place. There's a putting green in the in the front of the out in front of the restaurant. <laughs> People are waiting for tables; they can uh, putt around. But inside the restaurant is is really neat bar and restaurant. The uh, ton of Arnold Palmer memorabilia, as you would expect. Sure. Uh, you can spend hours just looking at all the pictures on the wall. 
Well, the Nest and La Quinta and a few more probably. That's the 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd hole maybe while you're there this week. That's, that's right. <laughs> well, we'll let you get back to teaching. I know your next lesson is on the way. Thanks for taking the time, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you between now and uh, next week when we'll find you at, at Augusta or in uh, yeah, we'll around Augusta if you're not actually right there. Sometimes you will be. Yeah, we'll have a... Uh Check in for a few good segments from Augusta National, hopefully. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Mac. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley and Colin McDonald at 1380 KLIZ. The Fan. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, the 2019 edition, and uh, streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Thanks to our sponsor, uh, Mills GM for that. Uh, Jack Warrow on the phone with us, director of golf at uh, Grandview Lodge, the Pines and the Preserve, and uh, a busy man in the off season as well as the uh, season that's coming up. So, Jack, how's the winter been for you? It's been good. You know, it was a little long and a little cold, uh, as always, but now that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, um, we're definitely more excited about the golf season. Sure, get the itch to get out there yourself a little bit, too. I know you guys who are our directors of golf don't get to play near as much as you want to play. <laughs> we don't. You know, obviously the winter gives us a little opportunity to get away, but um, we went on one trip so far this year, and that was kind of our chance to play and, and get that itch again. So now that we've done that, we can come back excited and ready to go. So Colorado Springs this year, that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, something different. We're the only people in the airport with golf clubs. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone's looking at us like, those are some funny ski bags that you guys have there. So, uh, But, yeah, it was it was fun, and, and you know, the, we got the place to ourselves, and uh, Nate uh, Erickson, who used to be at the Preserve, was our host, and he did a great job, and we had a lot of fun. So it was a good time. Well, lots of people looking forward to uh, the year, Jack, and uh, let's talk golf packages right at the start. Uh, probably some early spring, a uh, good time to buy some golf and get yourself uh, ready for the season. Yeah, obviously, um, we're, we're hoping to get started here in April. Um, we're shooting for the 19th, might be a little bit earlier. Um, right away, we're going to offer some great deals in April and early May. We have our uh, golf opener on the first weekend of May. We still have some availability there. Uh, it's a great deal with uh, unlimited golf, awesome lodging, and the guys also can have uh, food and beverages included. And we have a huge tent party with a band playing called Rot Gods. And uh, it's just a good time, kind of a way to kick off the season. And then as we go through the season, we also have many other packages. Uh, Kelly and Tim are two people that basically coordinate all these groups and they can cater to exactly what you want and uh, I think it's what separates us for sure we're able to give you the meals you want give you the rounds you want you can we can have you play at our courses or other courses in the area and uh, uh, we try to just basically get that package so dialed in that you can just sit back and enjoy the rounds of golf and enjoy your time with your friends. So, Jack, you just mentioned a concert uh, last summer. I think you did you did a number of those concerts. Uh, you, you have those scheduled again for this year? Yeah, absolutely. The concert series is scheduled again for this season. Uh, I believe it's one per month, uh, June, July, and August. I think I have that right. It's usually on a Thursday night. Obviously, they're really well received. That's why we're doing it again. People just, you know, it's kind of a neat little venue down at the driving range um you're outdoors the weather was good for for two of them one we had to do indoors but uh people like that environment as well and uh it's just kind of a neat way to come to the golf course and 
you know, actually some people were still playing and then coming to the concert after too. So there's, there's different ways of doing it, but people really enjoyed it for sure. Jack, what, uh, I know you guys have a nice membership program. Tell, tell us about some of your offerings there. Yeah, our membership program has really um, been booming. Um, we, we basically have a couple different packages. One, um, for someone who's up here a little bit more occasionally rather than full-time, we offer a, a package on a per-round basis. For $1,600, you get 20 rounds of golf. Uh, up to four people can use those per day. So you can kind of spread those around with your family and friends a little bit if you have some guests. Uh, another package that we offer is our uh, unlimited. So we have an unlimited for one person, and we have unlimited for a couple. It's 2300 It's a way to, you know, play as much golf as you want. We have some members that obviously are paying less per round than others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and we have some that are paying more, too. But um, they really enjoy it. And honestly, it's a great way. It's kind of they treat it as a country club, which we love. You know, we want to cater them that way. And obviously, there's a resort involved as well and public golf as well. But it's just been such a nice thing with, you know, having these people each year and retaining their business. And um, those packages have worked out really well. Uh, this year, we kind of have a new offering with um, North Park, which is our recreation facility that opened up. It's gigantic facility, indoor-outdoor pool, full fitness center, um, yoga studio, spin site, spin studio as well. Uh, then the outdoor portion is going to open up even more uh, after June with some outdoor activities as well. So that is part of our social package, uh, which is North Park, and then also our resort membership as well that comes with that. It actually comes with all our golf memberships as well, and that gives an opportunity for people to have full access to the resort. Uh, we get discounts across the board at all the restaurants, the spa, uh, use of the uh, beach as well, and the other pool down there as well. So it's it's um, a great way to access Grandview if you live close or you live on the lake, and um, it's it's worked out really well for us. I'm not sure how you work out there with all those restaurants, Jack. <laughs> That's all goes hand in hand. Go work out and then go eat. <laughs> Jack, we had uh, we had Mark Ronay on last fall, and he told us about some of the. Uh, you've got some incredible projects going on out there. Can you can you give us kind of an update on what 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 all you're doing and what what the progress of all those are? Yeah, it um, you know I think it started out as more of a, a multi year plan, and um, they were able to sell it a little quicker than they thought, and uh, it's it's turned into a much larger scale plan and a big change obviously for this year but we have uh, some beautiful units on the garden course we've basically added close to uh, just over 400 beds to to grandview lodge in one winter yeah wow uh, quite a huge change Um, we also have a new hotel it's a 60 bedroom hotel um, right on the on the same area next to the rec center Uh, we added a wedding chapel as well and then we added some new units on the uh, Pines Golf Course as well. So um, all in all, it's just awesome units, brand new. The owners of these units have kind of gone all out with their decoration of them, and uh, it's made them each very unique, but at the same time, just, you know, beautiful, truly beautiful units. You know, Grandview revolutionized golf in the area back in the early 80s, and I I think you're, uh, with all the new lodging and things you're doing, it's going to revolutionize the the lodging side of things in in the Brainerd Lakes area. You know, I truly truly hope so. Obviously, I give them a lot of credit. They're always trying to expand and be better, and um, 
you know, even though we've built all these new units, they've done a really good job of renovating our older units and staying on top of that. And kind of the combination of the two really puts us uh, ahead of the curve, I think, for sure. Jack, a bunch of those units were built uh, on the, the Garden Golf Course. What, what's the status of that golf course now that, uh, that you've done sure. some building there? Our current plan is to open the garden on August 1st. You know, I wish it could get open a little earlier for sure, but there's just so much construction going on that it'd be really hard to have people going in and out of that. Um, but opening August 1st, basically every hole is going to be close to 100 yards, uh, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. Um, the idea, obviously, is still keep it family-friendly. Um, obviously, want to grow the game and uh, expand our clientele in the future. Um, another part of that, too, though, we want to, uh, you know, maybe give a place for our golf groups to go out and play a skins game, just take a couple clubs and a putter with them and, and really enjoy that, even someone to kind of work on their short game, to be honest. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be, you know, kind of like a park-like setting going through all these units. And uh, I think it's when it's finished, it's going to be awesome, truly awesome. That's great. Yeah, we, we, golf needs more of that type of golf course. And that's uh, definitely the trend at resort golf courses is these these short nines. So, yeah, uh, I, you know, I've I've experienced a couple, you know, in the, I went to Blue Jack in Houston. And they had a very short par three course. Yeah. Um, with speakers outside and an outdoor bar, and I, I just thought that was such a neat idea and um, so inviting. You know what I mean? It's just so inviting to anybody, beginners or or even you know single digit handicappers, just to be able to get there and, and you know experience something where they don't have to worry about you know taking all their clubs and playing a long round of golf. They just go play quick and enjoy it, and probably take a drink in hand even, and and, and really have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. In the old days, the old marketer uh, Fred, you know, he could have said. Uh, that nine holes will have uh, fifteen hundred yards, and then you get there, and every hole's a hundred yards. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's still at work somehow. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Jack, a uh, couple of big events that you that you love to kind of promote every year. The fish and golf has gotten bigger and bigger. It's uh, not till September, but uh, let's talk about that for just a minute too. Yeah, I love talking about this one, especially in our area. I just think there's so many people that it pertains to. They're able to uh, do two things they love to do, fishing and golfing all in one event. Uh, I think it's unique. You don't hear it too many other places. I have a, another fellow pro that's kind of kicked one off in Florida, and we talk a little bit. But um, day one, you're, you're out fishing. It's the three-person event. The team can take a guide with them on the boat if they like, if they don't have a boat. Uh, the guide can't fish, just so you know, I want to highlight that because <laughs> troubles with that. But um, the three-person team fishes. They catch two bass, two northern, two walleye. We weigh it all in, and, and overall weight is what determines the winner of the fishing event. And then they get some points that they carry over to the golf side. And on day two, they play a three-person scramble. And uh, your your score pertains to how you finish, and then you get points for that. And then the overall points winner is our fish and golf winner. We've had some... Uh, good success with some sponsors in the past um that will kick in a little bit more for each big fish so the big walleye the big northern the big bass uh, and they also kick in for the closest to the pin contest in the scramble that's Fun. an additional way of winning and uh the overall winner gets some gift cards from grandview and, and a trophy and um, they're on our perpetual plaque which seems to be you know well sought after we all want to get on there so we're locked in for life but <laughs> uh it, it's a great event um, generally, it's a good time of year to catch some fish, too, where September is a, is a good fishing month, and the golf course, obviously, is in beautiful shape at that time. So uh, it's, it's pretty well received right now. Um, we're usually around 30 uh, total teams, 
Um, we'd like to get a little bit higher this year, but uh, if it's something that interests people, please go to our website, take a look at the details on there, and it'll show how to how to sign up for it as well. Jack, Jack, if I can't make the first day of that, is it okay if I just stop by Maury's and pick up some fish? <laughs> you know, yeah, we had, uh, <laughs> we've had teams that did that in the past where they didn't want to battle through the fishing. Actually, it was I'm going to call him out, but Izzy was one of the guys that did <laughs> fishing, showed up for golf, and his team ended up winning with two people fishing. Uh, we've actually deemed that... Uh, You've got to be there for the fishing because you need to battle through all those waves and, <laughs> and, and be beat up a little bit, so that makes the golf a little more difficult. So sure, exactly, yeah. But the, the Izzy rule, which is, he probably has a couple Izzy rules out there, but that would be our, our Izzy rule for sure. I can tell you a plaque from Grandview is pretty nice to have, Jack. Yeah, as you know, it's, I, I hope it's a feature in your home for sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Jack, uh, Tim, and I, who works out there, uh, won the championship of the world in putting about three years ago and, and when jack handed us the trophy he made sure to mention to everybody there this is the highest winning score we've ever had <laughs> it's true just so you know um, i did not put that on the perpetual plaque so no one knows it but uh yeah so far that is the highest putting score uh, for the winning team that just means it was more difficult that year yeah there was a lot of elements involved i think yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jack, uh, again, shooting for that uh, April 19th date, maybe a little sooner if it warms up, but uh, really look forward to great golf at uh, the Pines and the Preserve and, boy, all the uh, opportunities people have uh, at Grandview as well. going to be a great year. Yeah, thank you very much. We're super excited. Uh, obviously, you know, that's part of living up here is you, you really appreciate the summers and, and opening it up and getting it going. So we're excited. Thanks for taking the time, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me. Director of Golf at Grandview Lodge, Jack Warrow. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley and Colin McDonald at 1380 KLIZ, The Fan. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, The Fan, and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, for that. Uh, Chris in uh, Palm Springs, roughing it at the, I think, no, the El Dorado Country Club, but spending some evening time at the Palmetto Club. <laughs> That's actually in Augusta, I believe. Have Brian Wallace on, the head coach of the Brainerd Warrior Boys uh, golf team. Brian, welcome. Hey, thanks, Mackie. Uh, it's a lot of fun to be on here. It's uh, kind of a cool program. I listen to quite a bit. Yeah, glad to have you on. And, uh, Brian, the program has been uh, just to new heights in recent years. Every year you've got a, uh, oh, boy, a, a, so many kids that are shooting incredible rounds, really, in the high 60s or low 70s on a fairly regular basis and spread out among several of the guys. It's been uh, quite a fun run, and uh, wondered about the uh, your plans here in the near future because the season's about to crank up again. Well, you know, we're actually in a lot better shape than we were a year ago, uh, as you know, with the weather, but um, we're kind of waiting around for 
the courses to open up. And uh, yesterday we went up to Cross Lake to Cross Woods. I think he might be the only course open like north of the metro. I mean, it's it's amazing what he did up there to get it open. So we were really happy to be able to uh, to get at least on a real golf course for uh, nine holes anyway. Yeah, he does a good job with that, getting the snow off, and uh, Mike does a good job up there. And uh, I think a lot of the high school teams around here are fortunate to be able to take advantage of it. Any, uh, probably what, mid-April, third week in April maybe for most of the courses, Brian? Well, from what I understand, it it sounds like the legacy is on par for opening on Friday of next week, the 12th, which I think is a little bit early, but um, that's good news because we have, our home conference meet there on the 15th that following Monday. And there are many years where, you know, these local courses don't get open until the third week or more into April. So, that you know, again, we're in better shape than we were a year ago. And uh, you, you probably know how many kids are coming out. How's the returning Letterman uh, uh, bunch looking, Brian? Well, I tell you what, they're looking great. We have uh, three seniors this year. Two of them are returning, and one young man is out for the first time as a senior and normally when that happens you know <laughs> your expectations are are uh, you know uh, not real high but uh, this young man happens to be the son of of uh, Tim Trot who's been a local pro in and around different golf courses here for quite a while and and uh, his his son's name is Mason and we're glad to have him even though he waited until a senior to come out so we've got like I said, we've got the three seniors, we've got uh, four or five juniors, and um, yeah, we, we've got quite a quite a makeup of players and and many returning from last year. Uh, not only just Letterman, but two kids that that, that attended the state tournament last right. year, and one and one of those was his third year in a row. So we've got a lot of promising things on our roster at this point and yeah we've just been a, a shot or two uh, short for the team a couple of times in recent years with some great head-to-head uh, matchups with yep. uh, various teams and uh, uh, just a shot or two it's extraordinary how close it is when you're tallying up the team scores and it comes down to it comes down to you know one or two holes throughout the day between what whatever it is eight or ten players together so yeah right. pr- pretty amazing really yeah, two two day meet, and you've got basically twelve rounds of golf and six different players, and and it comes down to a stroke or two. I yeah. mean, that's crazy. <laughs> and and you think back on as, as a player, you think back on your round, and you go, was there anywhere that I could have maybe not had that extra stroke? You know, of course you can think of all kinds of places, but uh, like you say, we it's been so close these last two years, and and last year was the closest with a two-stroke margin between us and Alex, and yeah. we just let that one slip away from us. It was really disappointing, and we had we had such a great season, and we can't yes. overlook that. We won so many meets, and we had so many medalists, and and just were on a, on a great roll, and then we stumbled a bit at section and came up just short of our first state tournament berth, and, and that was that was a really disappointing end to the season, but... Um, you know, you you pick up your bootstraps and, and yeah. give it another shot this year. So there we are. <laughs> yeah, there'll be occasional disappointment in the game of golf over the course of a yeah. lifetime. That's for sure. Brian, yeah. tell me the two uh, the two guys who went to state again. So Gavin uh, Gavin Metz, our senior captain, one of our senior captains. The other senior captain would be Danny Olson. But Gavin has uh, when he came onto the scene as a ninth grader. 
just this little guy, you know, he didn't say much. He was really quiet. Started playing some JV meets. We're like, wow, this 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 kid can really strike the ball well. Um, can his iron play was amazing, and and by the end of that season or by the end of that spring, he qualified for the section team, and lo and behold, he qualified to go to the state tournament and and did well. I mean, for your first time as a ninth grader, and as little as he was back then. I can't remember the place. I want to say he was maybe 70th or something in that range. But, you know, to, to have that kind of accomplishment as a freshman and then come back as a, as a, as a sophomore, and I want to say he placed seventh the next year yeah. at, the, at the state tournament and then again returned as a junior. So no other player in our, in our history that I can remember, at least in my time anyway, has, has done what he's been able to accomplish. And, and then now as a senior, of course, he's looking, he's looking to do great things this year. He's uh, got such a good head on his shoulders and, 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 and such a great ball striker. And so we're looking for him to have, a, have an amazing season. Has the ability to step up at crunch time, which is not an easy thing to do in golf. Exactly. You know, his highs and lows are, are kind of tempered. He doesn't get too excited about either direction. And, you know, our best players over the years have been ones who you can't tell if they've made a double eagle or a double bogey. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and he's one of those kids. Um, you know, we, we've got another state participant last year with with eric stockson yeah you know our vet our veteran 10th grader right <laughs> which, which is it's so hard it's it's, a, it's hard to imagine what he's done in just the three years that he's already been on the varsity team as a seventh eighth and ninth grader um some of those kids come along once in a while and and he's definitely one of them that while he he's got all the t- tools physically but he has this competitive edge to him that I think only comes with being a three-sport athlete and being a, a you know a standout athlete in his sports. And boy, it, you want to play somebody who's wanting to beat you, no matter who you are. Yeah, uh, look to Eric because he he'll he'll tee it up with anybody and he'll try to beat him every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great way to go with the uh, PGA Tour right now. Probably has as many great players at one time as it's ever had. Do your guys have uh, favorites, and do they like the? Uh, is the long ball really influenced? Do you think young guys coming out to play, Brian? You know, they're always wanting to hit it longer. It's it's that's the thing to do to to be able to hit it long and straight. Um, and I think our, our kids are smart enough to know though that you 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 don't save strokes by hitting it long. You save strokes in your short game, your putting stroke, and that sort of thing. And I think we've got a number of kids that have that figured out, even though they all still want to hit it really long. And, and the physical specimens that are, that are on the tour at this point, right? holy cow, you know, you thought Tiger Woods was something, but wow, they, they just, um, they kind of wave at him on the way past now. That's, that's pretty amazing how quickly that's advanced. Yeah, the weightlifting and all the uh, conditioning the guys are doing, all of a sudden a 48-year-old Phil Nicholson's increased yeah. his club head speed five or six miles per hour it's extraordinary right, right. Yeah. yeah it's incredible and and we saw the match uh last weekend with rory and uh tiger and you know rory um, had total advantage in that match up till the the last few holes and 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 hit it i don't know if you watch it be on on then one of the last holes, he hit it 400 yards right in the middle of the fairway. Tiger hit a bunker, had to splash out, 
but relied on his short game, whereas uh, Rory kind of fanned one, put it in the bunker. I mean, it was a disaster for him. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Tiger won the hole and went on to win the match. So <laughs> that was really fun to see. So it's it's not all about length and, and conditioning. You, you've, you've got to work the ball. you got to know how to compete and get it into the hole. Sure, yeah. Do you guys have favorites on tour or just uh, among the guys? Well, you know, <laughs> a few years ago, that it was – Totally Tiger, but right. um, you know that's that sort of changed. You know, I know I know a lot of the kids like Rory. Personally, I don't have a big affection for him. I don't know. I think he he does a lot of whining and that sort of thing. But um, uh, but I know they all have kind of have their favorites. They they like to hit it um, similar to, or sure. they look up to as as uh, their game is similar to. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of amazing uh, players out there and, and any of them that they try to um, emulate is, is just fine with me right yeah <laughs> yeah those guys are pretty good as this as the commercials say yeah exactly right how, how how do you feel about the upcoming season who's your uh who's your main competitors and uh, how do you yeah. think you stack up well the, the same the team that we lost to last year alexandria is um typically the thorn in our side and and for the listeners we've never qualified for the state tournament as a team pretty much every year that i've coached we've had individuals or multiple individuals last year we had three yeah uh, individuals which is unheard of almost to have three kids qualify and not your team but alexandria was just a little bit better and and our biggest problem right now i don't know if it's a problem or not but our biggest competitor i guess is the, the fact that they only graduated one player and otherwise everybody is back yeah their best player believe it or not last year was a seventh grader <laughs> he, without him coming out of the scene they would not have won uh, he he carried them which is crazy but but he did he he kind of single-handedly well he he was the low man in the section last year uh he was so so he was the medalist for the two days and for a seventh grader to put a team of sophomores, juniors, seniors on his shoulders and, and take him to the state tournament, that you know, that's pretty scary for us. <laughs> oh, you bet, yeah. He'll yeah, have to go so, up against your veteran sophomore, maybe. <laughs> exactly, you know, and, and the thing is, our kids have been there. They know how to compete, and, and Alexander, as good as they are, we are every bit as good, and and I know that we can beat them. And and I our kids just have to believe that they've got to relax and uh, just go out and and play their game and not get caught up in you know being nervous and and all that. And and I I know we'll do fine. And so I'm hoping that uh, we can turn it around this year and and actually get that that first state tournament berth. And just for listeners who might not know, Brian, you you uh, you take six uh, varsity players to the tee, right? And then you, you you count four. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, we we qualify prior to that during the season as far as who's going to be part of that team of six, and then it all comes down. You know, like a lot of sports, it all comes down to the last event, sort of. And um, you take six players to a varsity meet, you count your best four scores, and we just came up a little short. You know, Cody yeah. Evans, who is a, a junior this year, and definitely should mention here, he's an amazing player. He is. He is so steady and so calm about his game. Jack is his older brother who graduated last year. Right. And Co- Cody was on the team, and Cody was the odd man out that, that wound up not qualifying uh, as an individual. And so he had kind of a rough second day, but 
the thing about Cody is he, he missed qualifying to the state tournament by one stroke last year. The previous year, he missed the state tournament by one stroke. <laughs> so, you know, he's kind of the hard luck kid at this point, but he is not going to let that define his next two years. He is ready to go. He's worked on his game a ton. He's got a great attitude, and I think this is his year. I think he's just, he's going to be a standout. I really feel like he, he's ready, and he's learned a lot from the past, and, and he's going to work have, have that work in his advantage. I, I really feel it's his time. His time. Sounds great, Brian. How about uh, first uh, meet? When is that on the calendar? Yeah, so uh, amazingly, it's going to be Tuesday. This uh, this coming Tuesday, the the ninth. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. We're looking at the ninth. So so uh, we head down to Recorey, the scene of our last tournament. That's where we had our section tournament last year at uh, Rich Springs, and uh, so we return there for the first meet of the season, which is kind of funny, but yeah, um, that's where we'll be. And, and barring any kind of weather event, I think we're set. Uh, they're open, and uh, you know we're ready to go. Our second meet would be our home meet on Monday, the 15th, at the Legacy. So Okay, great. It, it, yeah, exactly. If everything holds, if we don't get any more snow like we did a couple nights ago, then uh, we should be fine. And, and, and this is shaping up to be a, a great start to this season for in that, in that sense, for sure. Sure. Brian, thanks for taking the time today. I'll let you get uh, back to work at the school. And, uh, boy, good luck this year, and we'll see you, I'm, I'm sure, several times during the season. So keep us updated, all right? I definitely will. I appreciate the time, Mackie, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Brian Wallace, head coach of the Brainerd Warrior Boys golf team. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley and Colin McDonald. At 1380 KLIZ, The Fan. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, The Fan, and streaming at Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Also available now at Podcast One. Streaming brought to your way by Mills GM. i got Josh Coop with us today. Josh, our, our digital media director here, not only at our stations, but for Northern Minnesota and uh, Josh, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. I was just watching him work and uh, telling him, I don't know how to do any of that. Well, oh. a little bit, but not too much. Thankfully, he's here with us. And uh, we've got uh, Lakes, Woods, and Irons available to you, lakeswoodsandirons.com, and then at podcast and on the Facebook page. Josh, uh, with uh, what you can do for us digitally-wise, just looking for some things we might be able to see on the, on the uh, pages this year. Um, as far as video and uh, audio, maybe some uh, lessons from Chris, that type of thing. Well, hopefully you can help me with my game is first and foremost. Cause, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because everyone knows I need it. Um, no, uh, I'm really excited this year to uh, be a part of this, and we're, we're just trying to expand expand the, the Lakes, Woods, and Irons brand. Um, I'm excited to do video content with you guys through our Facebook pages, and whether that be tips or or highlighting golf holes around the area, and um, which I think is really important around here because, as I've quickly learned by moving here, is golf is very much in the fabric of this of this area, and uh, I can't wait to highlight that and just be a part of it. And then, yeah, I, I know you guys have been doing um, this for a while now and stuff, but I'm just I'm just here to help you guys, whether that be uh, enhancing the podcast form of it, um, the video content, the Facebook, and the social media, and uh, anything I can do to help. And I'm 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 really excited to be a part of this. I think uh, one feature might be 
you following me into nature because I'll be out in the trees and in the water and uh, yeah, we might not see a lot of golf holes when I'm when I'm involved in the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be me too. It's just a slice left, pretty much. So. <laughs> With uh, Podcast One, it, uh, and then it's also available on iTunes, correct? Yes. Is, mm-hmm. uh, um, if you have an iPhone, uh, if you're like me, I like to listen to podcasts all the time, really. Um, so all you have to do if you have an iPhone is go to your podcast app, which is na- which is already on your phone when you first get it. Um, go to the podcast app and just search Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Um, and we just ask that you uh, download and uh Subscribe to us so you uh, automatically get the episodes right when we upload them, and then just give us a uh, uh, a review, a rating. Um, you can go up to five stars. Uh, if I had to recommend one, I'd pick five stars. I would too. Odd. That's odd. We'd pick the same number. Weird. <laughs> so yeah, uh, anywhere you can get podcasts, there's a there's a great chance um, we're on there. If not, get a hold of one of us, and we'll try to get it uh, on your platform. Sure. Um, but otherwise, that make sure like you uh, make sure you're following the Lakes Woods and Iron Facebook page because I think a lot of our cool content is going to be going there. Um, and then yeah, I, as soon as this weather warms up, man, I can't wait to get out there. I love the signature hole idea. That could be a lot of fun. We I think could. That's uh, a, I think there's so many cool holes around this area. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And I've only been on a couple of the courses so far because I got here late last summer. But right. the golf around here is amazing, and uh, that's why I think this is such a cool thing you guys do. Tito's Handmade Vodka is the sponsor of our 19th hole every uh, every week during this segment, so you and I might have to find a couple of those as we're out uh, looking around the golf course. I'm sure we could sniff out a couple. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, uh, Josh. Appreciate it, and uh, really look forward to the uh, advancements on uh, Lakes, Woods, and Irons. So, appreciate it. How about a how about a quick uh, Masters pick since we got you? Oh, um, got two or three. Boy, uh. You know, I like Kisner a lot. I, I think he's just a great guy, and the, and we, we might have to talk about that story in another time with him. But um, <laughs> da, 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 da. give me Rory. I think it's his time. Yeah, it might be. You could be right. No, and it's finally the first year no one's talking about him. Right, kind of. And I like that uh, underdog kind of way to him. So, and our listeners know I take Phil every year, every right. single year. Usually, I well, five times I've been right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Thank you. I want to thank our guest this week as well, Jack Worrow. From uh, uh, he's the uh, head golf professional at Grandview, and uh, he came on with us. Had those uh, boy, just a great, uh, great resort and packages for you throughout the year. Brian Wallace, uh, Warrior Golf Course, uh, uh, they're about to kick their season off on Tuesday, and of course, Chris uh, living the uh, rough golf professional life at El Dorado Country Club in Palm Springs, and then going from there uh, to Augusta, Georgia, to enjoy next week at the Masters. We'll have uh, several uh, segments with Chris from the Masters next week, which will be great. You've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.